Okay, and welcome, listener, to another episode of Pod of Two Halves. This is episode number two. I got my co-host here, Andres. What, what? Yep, and uh, on today's episode, we're going to be going over the Premier League. My first weekend, obviously, coming up here, first match day. And we're going to go through each of the matches that are this weekend and also take that opportunity to give you a little background or preview of each of the teams, let you know how we feel about them and you know, some of the pertinent information. Uh, we also have, in the second section, uh, a little game I'm excited to unveil. So uh, take a look for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not going to really hit too much more <laughs> on it. And uh, in the third and final section, we have uh, some Dine and Dash discourse. As hey. uh, news on the Houston Dynamo, Houston Dash, and all that sort of jazz which orange you glad you listen and love them all right ah so, that was great let our listener know early on how corny we're gonna be so without further uh, ado Andres, that's not even the corniest we're gonna get uh well the thing about a, uh corny jokes Andres, is that they're amazing you know Thumps. yeah a little bilingual pun son get it there it is hey uh let's jump straight into the premier league fixtures on dress so uh this weekend match day one we have on friday one game uh friday august 13th at 2 p.m central time all times will be given central time so it's uh, a let's be honest that's the only time that's true yeah yeah. go ahead that's true so the game on Friday, the one and only game on Friday, August 13th, is Brentford versus Arsenal, and that's at 2 p.m. Central Time. Uh, let's see here. Brentford, I have a lot of recollection of Brentford because yeah, you do. Fulham. Yeah, you do. Yep, yep. Fulham, in order to get up, had to uh, play against them and, in fact, beat them in the playoffs uh, in order to come into the Premier League last season. Uh, and just as a little added, like, dagger to my heart so that game fulham was able to win not barely but it was it was a pretty even match and everything like that i believe it was like a, a free kick by uh Kearney that like bounced across the keeper he didn't pick it up and it went in it was kind of like a cross free kick anyways mm-hmm. um but then later come next season when we're in the premier league we actually would play brentford again early on mm-hmm. in the fa cup or mm-hmm. afl cup listen it's a cup and the re- you're gonna One of realize them. why Forget this immediately because we got hammered by Brentford, yeah. like three yeah. nil. If anything, yeah. we should have gotten stronger and we've gotten worse. And it's, no, it's not like we put on an entire B team or something like that. So, <sighs> I have some familiarity with Brentford. They actually um play as a unit really well. I haven't seen too much information or news on any signings on theirs. Andres, if you have anything to add, feel free. Man, they picked up a lot of players, but none. Uh, they picked up some that that cat from Celtic, that Christoph, Christopher Ayer. I mean, I'm sure you've seen him. Oh, yeah. Him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. picked him up. Let's see. Who else? Yeah. yeah it's really they, the only one of note. They play a, a, a pretty fluid way. Actually, I mean, kind of similar to Fulham, honestly. And they're like, well, they have like a pretty fluid match where they kind of try to dominate possession. We'll see how that goes for them in the Premier League. I could tell you from very personal, painful experience that did not go well for Fulham this last season as we have been relegated and are now in the championship. But uh, their first test right out the gate is uh, they're at home against Arsenal. 
So uh, would you guys say anything about Arsenal, Andres? You want to really bash Arsenal too much since uh, it's another London club, but you got anything? Um, I mean, Arsenal's been, I mean, come on, they're, they're, they're in rebuild. They haven't made their, their, uh, what's it called? Their usual fourth place finish as they used to during the latter years of Arsene Wenger. Um, yeah, they, they haven't really had anybody come in. Well, they're, um, at least during the Euros, Saka of theirs, like, had some playing time, so maybe that'll bolster Oh, yeah, his... no, Saka's definitely a starter. Right. He's definitely a but... starter. So, yeah, they, they have players. I was just looking at right. like, who's come in to, like, improve them. I mean, uh... the only notable signing probably is, what, Ben White? He's a defender. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got yeah. a Nuno Tavares from Benfica. He's, Was that from Benfica? Yeah, yeah. We got to see if uh, he uh, can acclimate to the Premier League and how soon, right. you know, how quickly. So yeah, and within that system, um, right. But you know, all, all Arsenal. I mean, they kind of been failing to impress for the last two to three seasons, as my mind right. recollects. Um, but maybe Arteta, their coach, their manager, coach will turn around more and they'll do a little better this season and get themselves back into Europe, at least the Europa League, right? Yeah, yeah. It's definitely a, a make or break here for our team. It's like at this point there has to be some sort of improvement. But yeah, we get yeah. rebuild, but I mean you got Lacazette, you got a bum again. Oh and sadly they lost David Lu- David Louise, I now realize. He's so enjoyable yeah. to watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's out. Right, but Arsenal's general quality, so especially for a promoted side, this could be quite a stiff challenge. But this is in or at home for Brentford. All the fans yeah, are yeah. jumping. First time and, we have full crowds, full occupancy allowed again. Right, and we can't forget that they got they got Ivan Tony, who was like tearing it oh, up. Oh, right. He tearing it up. Like this man could possibly come in and do what Timo Puki didn't do. Which is carry. What that. league again was that that he was tearing it up? The championship. Right. Yep. Which is, yeah. And if they can, you know, continue and convert it, then man, sometimes, yeah, like you said, Puki yeah, and mean, other players, they're able to transition. Yeah. Yeah. Ivan Tony, he's, he's pretty hot commodity, if you will. I mean, uh, going off of like FPL numbers, he's been picked by a lot of fantasy Premier League managers. So it's like, it's almost expected he's going to get some goals. It's just how many. Right. Right. Okay. Uh, so let me go ahead and put you on the spot here. We're each going to make some predictions. What do you predict for this match, Andres? Now, what's Should up? I continue to Yo. call you Andres? You know what? During this segment, let's go ahead and break them off on the uh, on the nickname. So let's go ahead. I, I'm over here. Nostra break them off. Pizza with good. That's right, son. Nostra Dominguez is picking a three three one win to Arsenal. All right. Okay. They, okay. Yeah, you want to let our uh, Nostra Dominguez? Where, where's that come from? Other than check sounding it, cool. Check, check it. Check it. So uh, I think Arsenal. While well, they're still in this rebuild, they still got. They still got enough experience to get some goals. They're still going to concede that one goal, probably Ivan Tony. 
You know what I mean? Um, uh-huh. But I think they have enough to at least get get a good lead and hold on to it. I mean, they have absolutely. enough firepower. Yeah, yeah, and absolutely. And sorry, actually, uh, that's far better information you provided. I was asking you, where did that nickname come from, Nostra Dominguez? What's that about? Oh man, because I I know what it is. I I just oh. I just you know what I mean. I, I I feel I feel the score and hey, sometimes you can, I like hit. see into the future. Like an yeah, okay, man. so this is a Nostra Dominguez combination with your name to make Nostra. Oh, that's how we're, that's okay. how we're that's how we're pronouncing it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Nostradamus? Nostra, what did I say? Yeah, Nostradamus. It, it Forget weird. whatever else. Like, it's had like What's because it's the end of Nostradamus? All right, all right. And, and, and extra emphasis on the wrong syllable. <laughs> all right. Uh, as for my prediction, uh, and I go by the name of Quasi Logo because I'm not really sure about anything, but I usually got a hunch. Uh, um, I'm actually predicting a draw. I'm saying 1-1, but whatever the draw result is, that's what I'm uh, predicting here. Mainly because, as I said, Brentford's first game back in the Premier League, their fans will be packed. First games that we've had full occupancy for the Premier League, at least. And it is also a brand new stadium for Brentford. So I think they're going to be soaring. All right. Uh, I think that'll push them to at least make it a draw, even if it's like a 2-2 draw or something. So that's my prediction, 1-1. Mm-hmm. All, right, All right, let's... Move on now to Saturday. So we have a number of games on Saturday. I think we have uh, seven games. The first match, this is Saturday, August 14th. The first match is Man United versus Leeds, and that's at 6.30 a.m. Again, Central Time, but just take all times at Central Time. Only time that matters, Central Time. <laughs> it's the right, time right. where Houston Dynamo are, so it's only time that matters. So come on with it. Exactly. That's the time that counts, as I say. All right. Um, so, Man United leads. What uh, what news you got on Man United, Andres? Man. 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 So, yeah, they've, they've, they've brought in some players. They've kind of shored up the uh, the defense a bit with the uh, Varan signing. Right. Even though it's subject to medical, according to the Premier yeah. League. But, but yeah, they got him. And um, right. they're going to be good going forward with uh, Jaden Sancho. So they, they've there definitely improved. They've definitely improved. Not only going That's forward the with piece. the obvious answer that Jaden Sancho, but they've also kind of shored up the back a bit with experience in Varan. Yeah, from Real Madrid, Rafa Varane, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd have to agree. I think um, they had some pieces that came together decent last season. Last, I and mean, let's remember, they did finish second last season. So this is a team right. that has... Right, they still have really... Cavani. You know, they still got Cavani. They got Martial. Yeah. I mean, they still got firepower going forward. Right. Yeah. I think they're they're still a pretty strong team. Um, they just kind of, oddly enough, very odd for Manchester United. They kind of get forgotten about, mainly because it's like, oh, it's not as exciting. Right. <laughs> it's just them getting a little piece of what it's like to be any other team for a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, as I said, they're taking on Leeds. Now, Leeds is a team that always excites me to watch. Um, yeah. Because 
their coach uh, Bielsa, he has them just running into the ground. They do that Bad high press. press, and then they are able to run back they and demand the ball. And it's we're going forward, guys. Yeah, and they they're committed to that style. They mm-hmm. stick through, regardless. And they had a pretty successful season last season. So I mean, not just because Bielsa is dogmatic or he sticks to his sort of his plans and previous coaching, but also with them finishing ninth last season, they got every reason to continue on that. So um, with that in mind, I jump and ask you, Andres, what is your prediction for Manchester United versus Leeds? Oh, man. Um, I think this is going to be a goal fest. It's going to be exciting. Just the whole high flying back and forth. Whoop-de-whoop. I'm going, I, I hate to say it, but United's going to win this one 3-2. I just feel like Leeds will fall just a bit short. Shit, United might get the late winner. Uh, yeah. It just uh, feels like, like one of those. It'll be like a Rafinha and Bamford put them up. And then here comes United. And since they're at Old Trafford, and they got the fans. Blue to blue to blue. Yeah. 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 Uh, on this one, actually, I'm going to go opposite and I'm going to have the scoreline being 0 2. That is, Leeds wins 2 0. Uh, yeah. Not just to put a little point of difference between us, but my thinking is kind of wild, but this is my thinking is that Bielsa does a very good job drilling his team. So the whole beginning games of the season where like you don't have your flow together yet i think Leeds will be one of the teams that has their flow and their game plan together straight out the gate more than almost any other team in the league right and that can come to have some impact on this game whereas manchester united had a number of players who were doing some international stuff kind of busy right had to bring in and come together the pieces and to be honest even at the end of last season they didn't always look like they clicked together so that's what i'm baking on in order to say that Manchester United will lose 0-2. Shit, I hope you're right. (laughs) Right? Especially, yeah, Leeds. All right, uh, what's the next match we got here, Andres? Yeah, Burnley-Brighton. Woo! Right, that's at 9 a.m. Keep on coming. Yep, yep. And uh, see, a little bit about Brighton. Uh, Last season, they... I mean, had a all in all. I mean, they survived, so that's actually success yeah. for them right there, right? Yeah. Um, they they constantly lacked goals. I don't think they've done a whole lot to change their um their striker picture. I, they brought in a striker, but I don't think he's prolific. Who? Uh, I think he's like from Bundesliga. Um, but. No, I haven't heard them. Salzburg, Weppo. Yes. No, that's yeah. Austrian. Yeah, I bet that sounds about right. Yeah, because they got the ends. You got a player from Benfica, Kilmarnock, Salzburg, Ajax. Salzburg, that's yeah. So yeah, it's got to be yeah, Enoch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got to be him. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if that I don't have a lot of confidence is going to greatly improve their offensive abilities. I think they're basically going to be playing for the exact same 
sort of finish strategy as last season. Maybe hope it goes a little better, but I mean, they did survive. Maybe things will click and it'll go better, but I don't see a whole lot of reason. In fact, you know, they may be like, I would not be too surprised if they were fighting relegation much like they did last season or staying right above it. Um, mm. But for Burnley, what thoughts you got for Burnley, Andres? Burnley, Burnley's that team, man, that they just gut it out, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they just, the only way they're getting results is by putting in the hard work and they just grind every game. You got to give it to them. Yeah. And they have it's, the most enjoyable coach, right? Oh my God, Sean Dice. Goodness Sean gracious. Dice. And it's my, all my, like this. Like you the whole thing. They're be gone before the game. Boys, the boys came down. That was really good. <laughs> what? Do you remember last season, like early on when the Premier League started up again? They had obviously no spectators in. And so they were still figuring out the mics with the noise and everything like that. And apparently, if there's cursing, which you can even hear the players, if it's on BBC, they have to apologize every time they curse. Okay. Right. Right. All right. You know what? You know which game I'm talking about? Yeah. Yep. This is going. Okay. Well, for the listeners. So then they're in the game, there's one or two hits where it's like, ah, you know, fuck. And then, oh, sorry for that industrial language, as they would call it on BBC or something else. And then after another one, all of a sudden, Sean Dyche to the ref is like, oh, fucking ref, what are you fucking doing? You're not doing any goddamn fucking thing. He just went off on like 45 seconds of an expletive yell that yep. echoed across the stadium. There was no, like, wondering what else it was or no mistaking it. It and was very it. clear. Like, the mic was right in his Oh, yeah. And he has a voice also that will cut to your soul if there's mm-hmm. nothing up. And the commentator is like, well, not much I can do about that one. He didn't even bother trying to ball. There's too many to count. So, with that uh, in mind, you know, they're very, uh, you know, so, yeah, we apologize team. for all that. <laughs> what are you going to say? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, let's see. For this match, Burnley versus Brighton, I'm actually predicting Burnley to win. And I'm going to mm. say 2 1. Oh, am I giving Brighton a goal? Yes, to give them some false hope. Yep. I think uh, Burnley's going to win 2 1. What, what are you predicting? I got down a 1-1. Um, I think Burnley keeps it, keeps the score low. They picked up uh, Wayne Hennessy. He's, he's a solid keep. Good pickup. Mm-hmm. So that shores up the defense as far as going. They were never a team to, you know, known for their, their goal-scoring prowess. Likewise, Brighton isn't either. Um, maybe Lalana comes off his own. You know, uh, oh, right. I forgot he's there. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So I'm going with the 1 1. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. That actually seems more reasonable than mine, to be honest with you. I think a draw is the safest pick here. Hey, man. That's the differential, bro. You might just get it. They might nickel win. You never know. <laughs> yeah, they could. All right. Let's see. Uh, the next match we have here. Is uh, Chelsea versus Crystal Palace. That's also at 9 a.m. Central Time. Uh, real cut to the chase. You want to tell us a little bit about Chelsea or Crystal Palace? Which one are you want to start with, Andres? I got Chelsea. I got Go Chelsea. Yeah. I mean, what, who's uh, going to stop them? They got Lukaku. He's back and he's full. There we go. He's fully grown now. Not when he was first. He is so enjoyable to watch. He's so oh enjoyable to watch goodness. last season. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So right. now, you know, you add Lukaku to your everybody else. It's like he might just be that missing piece. They they already won the damn Champions League last season. They need to be title yeah. contenders. Like this is yeah. that was a real deal. Hold it feels. And and let's remember their performance last season was constantly getting ridiculed for um their forward that they got from RB Leipzig not being um yeah yeah burner Timo, right? he just Timo, couldn't finish yeah Timo, right yeah Mister I can't score a goal to save my life so by sheer just chance and probability like if he gets like, a goal early on in the season he could be off to the races exactly right like there's incredibly unlucky I thought last season how it all sort of panned out and maybe got in his head. Uh, Pulisic here, so this is your American. Uh, there's actually multiple Americans you can cheer for, but Pulisic is definitely the highest profile in the Premier League, so you could be cheering for him. Which puts me in a conflicted place. How do you feel about Chelsea as a fan, Andres? Man, I hate them, bro. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm with you there. Uh, uh, Payer owned by not, Russian billionaire. They're not, literally a man, billionaire. You don't open up a can of beans, dog. Not. All right, Uh-oh. look, Chelsea, Champions League. This was the one that they got knocked out by Barca in the semifinals by that just wonder goal by Andres Iniesta where, like, Pep oh, man. down the sideline. I remember yes, that. That's, like, that, 2008. That, yes, yes. Yeah. That same tournament. You know who Chelsea played before that Barcelona time? Yep, Liverpool. You guys had back-to-back Thank matches. You. And you had a league play, like, or a cup play. You had three matches was in, like, three, a week. It, the first leg. <laughs> It was a goal, like they, it was a route. I think it was like 4 0 Chelsea. It freaking sucked, right? The, yeah. the second leg was amazing. Back and forth, it was like goal for goal. It even got like, it got to the point to where Liverpool cut the deficit to like, to two, two goal deficit, like, you know, aggregate, whatever. Mm-hmm. Chelsea go on and blow it away. But anyway. Yeah, Chelsea has always been a thorn in my side, and they're blue. So, <laughs> all yeah. right, I forgot about that. You, most people have a favorite color. I don't know if a lot of people have a like a not favorite, like a dislike uh, color. Uh, you uh, have this one pick blue. It's adamant, like no, my is blue. Oh my god, no. Nah. Maybe I'm wrong. Listeners, let us know. Do, do you guys have a color that you despise? Or is there like, oh, they have my favorite color and there's ones I don't like. And yeah, there's ones I like less. But anyways, all right. Ah, okay, so Chelsea looks pretty strong. I mean, honestly, I think they are prime position to be competing against Liverpool and Manchester City this season uh, for winning the league. Uh, Crystal Palace, on the other hand, uh, and they every season they kind of knock around mid-table, which is a success for quite a while there originally, but they'd like to go on and do more. And so Crystal Palace, uh, they have a new manager, right, Andres? Who's their new manager now? Uh, the Patrick Vieira, man. Right. Old Arsenal guy. Uh, also coached in the uh, MLS for a bit, you may recall. Back up there for... Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. What, uh, New York? Yep, NYCFC yeah. sort of project, yeah. So. Uh, um, I mean, I always like Wilfred Zaha, right? He's super enjoyable to watch. Um, yeah, but what Zaha are you going to get this game? This game? Because it's Chelsea, I you think he steps I mean? up. 
it's the first game. Yeah, he'll be motivated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so with that in mind, uh, you want to lead us off in predictions? Yeah. Um, Chelsea won this easy 3-0. I mean, not only did Chelsea pick up Lukaku, but Chelsea lost Wayne Hennessy, their starting goalkeeper. Andros Townsend, which is like their their like main cog in midfield. Mamadou Sako, who's starting center back. Patrick Van Allenhart, so like their left back. Gary Cahill. Yeah. So they've got a brand new back four. Yeah. They got a lot of pieces and a new manager this yeah. Including the keeper. Right, yeah. right, right, right. So, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, and it's and it's at Stanford Bridge. So yeah, this this is a blowout. This is the this is the Chelsea coming up for you. Like, hey, we're here, and we're we're going I, for the top spots. We're you know we're still, we're reigning Champions League champs, and this is why. That's what this game. Yeah. Is. So just to reiterate, your prediction was Chelsea wins three nil, correct? Yeah, I yeah. I gotta agree with you for the result. Chelsea winning. I'm gonna go a little crazier and just say, you know what? Scoreline is five one. I think uh, I know. I think Crystal Ooh. Palace gets a goal just because things can happen, especially if you're up like three nil. Um, and Chelsea, yeah, and Chelsea's not beyond making a mistake to allow something dangerous. And early in the season, dangerous things can become goals a little more easier than later on when you you know. But yes, Wilfred Zaha. Yes, you, you're correct. Uh, so I'm saying that Chelsea wins. Yeah, and and you you got a bit of a little uh, cheering stake in Chelsea, not only uh, your boy Pulisic, yeah. but uh, who was it? Bettinelli, right? From Fulham, he That's went to Chelsea. That's true. Yes, yes. So there you go. Good call. Go. I was sad to see her, that go. um, Hashim Zayek got injured. Yeah, yeah, he picked up that. I mean. I'm sad to hear it because yeah, he's enjoyable to watch. It it's kind of good news as far as Pulisic for yeah, you know, greater opportunity for more minutes starting, etc. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so that's that match. Let's see. Moving on, uh, another 9 a.m. game is Everton versus Southampton. You want to lead us on this conversation? I have in the last what five games. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see, Everton. Uh, God, you just love the hating them, don't you? They uh, they needed so much help that they had to reach out to Rafa Benitez, you know, our yeah. old guy, Liverpool's, you know, former Champions League winning manager. They need a little help, but it's all right. It makes sense. He still lives there in Liverpool. He needs a job. I ain't tripping. Um, they have picked up Clemson and Damari Gray, so they have more going forward on top of you know Richarlison and Calvin Lewin, which Calvin Lewin was pretty hot last season. Richarlison uh, yeah. from the Olympics, yeah, you know, know, he was not bad. Um, they got they got some real talent. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. And then on the defensive side, they gave Pickford some uh some competition with a. Uh, that's Begovic right. Yes, from uh, Bournemouth, he's a solid keep. He's a solid keep. So I see. I mean, Pickford starts doing his bullshit. And he's like, I'm to lose yeah, 
Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because Begovic is solid. He's solid. Do you, do you have any guess on why they got rid of Ancelotti? I mean, what what was the problem? He went to Real Madrid. Oh my gosh, that'll do it. Okay. Yep. Oh, there's the piece of the problem. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yep. You can tell this is an all scripted listener. Okay. Uh um, tell, hey, since since our, our previous inclination, what's the key word? Research. research. <laughs> yeah, man. It re it rears yeah. his ugly head again. Uh I'll take a quick little bit of uh, um Southampton. Uh I mean last season they had Ups and downs. Uh, they were able to kind of like pick their season back up and, and finish, you know, reasonably okay. I don't think they're. Mm. Mm. I, I think they. I think their first half was better than the second half. I think they they reached their high when they beat Liverpool and had. Oh, Hassan you do remember that. You do baby, remember that. Yeah. It was like that was their. That was like their 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 final. Because then after that, it was like. Yeah. They managed to like save their that's that's what i meant by up and yeah they pick back up their season revenge to save it but it it wasn't great but you know they they have some hard working pieces i think if they come honestly in everton is the sort of scalp any other time this season i'd I'd be like yeah i could see them picking that up that's a decent sized team you know picking up three points is not expected against everton especially away but i could easily see Mm -hmm. them pulling that off potentially i wouldn't be too surprised if everton lost is my point and with that in mind I'm actually predicting that this is a 0-0 draw. I know, boring. Mm. What about you? Mm. No, nah, uh, I got a 2-0 Everton. I mean, there's just too much fire from Everton side. And, I mean, Southampton, you got to take into account their... Yeah, they ended on the up, but they lost yep. Danny Ames. That's big. Well, I didn't goals. say they were going to score goals. They You'll note that. You don't say they're scoring right. goals. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Touche. But still, it's like Everton's just strengthened way too much. Huh? Like, they, they, Everton would have, this wouldn't have been a new yeah. last season. Okay. Yeah, I think in general season. that's true. Maybe they'll catch them off this one, or maybe I'll be very, very wrong. Uh, and it's a good as Yeah. Which is, uh, I mean, so it's no Anfield, but all right, yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. Shit ain't no Anfield, but when Everton will definitely look, if it ends up a nil nil, Everton will definitely take this as a yes. loss. You know, a tie that feels like a loss. Southampton will take this as a tie. Absolutely agree. Like Absolutely agree. All right. So that's that game. And uh, now moving on to the next game, actually pretty exciting one, Leicester versus Wolves. All right, we all remember Leicester last season, and we from seasons and seasons and seasons. Uh, you know, A Nacho has really stepped up as a, a striker. Yeah. He's coming into the mold. Jamie Vardy's still there. Uh, a number of other uh, significant pieces in the midfield as well. Uh, true quality that I would have loved to have seen the Champions League this season. They just barely missed out. Um, Barely. Barely. They were in top four since match day one. Oh, yeah. It's like they capitulated, yeah. right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Since yeah. match day one. Oh, right. And, and sorry, listener, that's um, Leicester versus Wolves at 9 a.m. Again, Central Time. This is all on Saturday. So just to jump back in on Leicester, 
I mean, they were exciting past when they won it, the league out of nowhere. Um, they had some exciting pieces. To me, they lost mm. a little bit of excitement just for my own fan, what I was watching and what have you. Um, and actually, the team they're playing was two seasons ago, the team that was very exciting, Wolves. Right? So if we were back mm. two seasons or even last season, this match, I'd be like, oh, man, this is going to be spicy. And I could see Wolves, you know, winning this. Last season, the Wolves were kind of disappointing. Uh, a little bit. Yeah, but they did lose their, I mean, their, their main man up front. At that, yep. that horrific yep. head injury. Now he's, you know, Raul Jimenez, he was their main man. And he's back. Yeah. And he is back. Okay, so that that uh, gives them some extra credence on this one. And I think Wolves will do better than they did last season overall. I'd love to see them pick up into the Europa League again. I think that's a competition that's perfect for them moving forward. And that that's where they should be. I know there's a lot of teams mm. kind of bunched up then around seventh, but I, I would love to see them sort of pip seventh or even sixth, you know. So that's the quality I have. And I want Leicester to make it into the Champions League, so top four. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what? Uh, what are you predicting for this match, Andres? I got a 3-1 win for Leicester. It's at Leicester. Um, Wolves, while they do have Raul Jimenez back, they've added a few players. Uh, Trincao from Barca on loan. Uh, they short up the defense in Mosqueda. I still think Leicester has a bit too much firepower yeah. for Wolves. And the, the fact the fan, it's like, I'm sure y'all have noticed that I've been heavy on the home team, you know, been favor, favoring the home teams. But it's like, the that's a big mm-hmm. factor, especially when you take into account the fact that they haven't been, or like they've been gone all last mm-hmm. season. Yeah. No, I- and I, I've watched a few, I've watched a few preseason games. I watched the last two Liverpool preseason games. Packed Anfield, it's a whole different vibe. So, like that that extra push definitely makes a difference. I think in this one, it just further increases Leicester's efficiency. Right. Yeah, like they 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 just have too much. Yeah, Wolves. I don't think Wolves have strengthened much. As far as defensively, they well, they also lost their coach. That's a big. They've game. always been kind of solid. They they lost their coach and their starting goalkeeper, Rupi Triso, went to Rome. Actually, yeah. Now they're putting all these pieces together. I don't think they'll do better than last season. I think last season was like a dip, and then because right. of the other things that have happened, goalkeeper, coach, other things, they're gonna. Yeah, last week. Go ahead. Yeah, last season was was the dip, and instead of like trying to improve the right to write the ship it's almost like we'll rebuild let's go ahead and rebuild because you know they lost their, their starting keep the coach went off to tottenham and when you look at the the guys coming in it's a lot yeah of youth. Like yeah a lot of youth what uh what do you have predicted for this game that's three one okay one uh I think it's going to be a predominant performance by Leicester. I do think it'll only be 1-0 just because some of their stuff to pull together their goals kind of requires some flow and coordination uh, they may not have together on the first game of the season. But I think they'll have the one early on and they'll keep, you know, 
hammering Wolves to get that second goal. It just won't happen, but they will have comfortably won. So I'm thinking uh, Leicester wins 1-0. Right okay, uh, let's see. The next game is, uh, let me get this right here, Watford versus Austin Villa. That's the last 9 a.m. game. As Again, this is on Saturday. Uh, August 14th. So we have Watford versus Villa. Mm. Extremely exciting. Uh, you chose to want to cover this game, uh, Andres. So go ahead. Uh, why, why did you want to? Uh, I, I got a soft spot for uh, Danny Eames. I mean, he just moved to Aston Villa from Southampton, former Liverpool guy. He didn't really good. He had an unlucky time at Liverpool. A lot of injuries didn't really get to show his full, you know, capabilities as a striker. But on his next move to Southampton, yeah, he's definitely a, a like prolific striker. Ball's getting going in the back. He knows his job and right. he does it. And well. he's moved to which team again? So, right, which is good because they just lost. Grealish, yeah. Grealish. So, I mean, Villa was okay at times to watch. I mean, I actually had some exciting times. Watford, I'm going to be honest, I didn't catch much of them in the champion championship last season at all. Um, I know that they kind of blew it apart and uh, making sure they got one of the guaranteed spots in order to jump into the Premier League, but I don't know much, and I don't think it's fair to judge them from the last iteration of Watford that we saw. Well, well, they're, I mean, they're basically almost the same. They still got Dini. They still got Sar. Okay. You know what I mean? They picked up, you know what I mean? They picked up a few players. They got Danny Rose. They picked hey, up that's Danny the Rose team that gave you all your first uh, loss of the season. Man, what? Two seasons ago, right? Matter? Yeah, no, that's still true, won the whole true. shit. Okay. It doesn't oh. matter. We're full in play. In a beautiful when, stadium. When, We're playing on a beautiful in a beautiful stadium you. beside the Thames. That's where Fulham's playing. I'm glad you asked. Yeah. Are they gonna come up on this preview? Oh uh, yeah, well we'll see if we have time. Yeah. Yeah. No, don't worry. They're playing on yeah. Sunday? Yeah. They're playing on Sunday or Saturday? Oh wait, no, they're not oh, in the okay. Early. Okay. Oh, that's okay. Uh you know, maybe we'll have a little off air conversation. All right. Uh let me jump to the chase here. What's uh what's your prediction here for Watford Villa? Uh, uh, I got a 1-1. One, one. Um, just while Ashton Villa picked up, while they picked up Grealish, or while they picked up Danny Ings, they're missing Grealish as their, their, their creator, their playmaker, the guy in the middle that links up the defense yeah. and the forwards. So while they did pick up Danny Ings to score the goals, I'm afraid it's going to be this whole like long ball thing, and let's be real, he's not winning a lot of headers against these like tall trees of center backs. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I see a one-one kind of stuck in the midfield ish. Maybe Watford pull it off with some magic, and you know, Sar, Dini, and Co. Um. I, I didn't realize, I didn't factor in the whole Danny Rose coming in and Joshua King, because Joshua King, that's that dude mm-hmm. from Leicester. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh... Uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going to stick to the 1-1. The one, one. 
they do get the the home push, but I feel like Danny finds a yeah. way to score. Yeah, uh, sort of the same push feeling, etc. I just think that Villa actually gets it over the line and wins one uh, 0 That is the score zero one with Villa winning. And basically, I just think a lot of sort of close, tough games last season. Villa was able to edge out either the draw or a win. Their expectation against a promoted team would be a draw. Will take a win would be obviously far preferred. And I think they'll just just sneak it out. But I'm not. I'm I'm with you. You just fell on the other side, basically. You know, you're at one wonder. Yeah. Yeah, because you're. Yeah, you're on one side of the token. You said we can't base Watford's on their last time in the Premier League, but you're basing. Ashton Villa's performance on last season, even though a big cog of that yeah. is no, you're absolutely correct. Yeah, you're very correct. Realistic. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see. Last game of the Saturday at 11.30 a.m. Central Time. Norwich, newly promoted Norwich, take on Liverpool. I think I should go ahead and start yeah, this one off. Yeah. Uh, Norwich. Yeah, sure. Why not? Norwich uh, also crushed the uh, the championship last season, along with Watford, and got one of those guaranteed spots to be promoted into the Premier League. The main thing for me, the only takeaway that makes uh, I'd watch this obviously just for Liverpool because you're a Liverpool fan, and I've kind of followed them more closely as a result. But uh, Norwich just picked up U.S. striker Josh Sargent, so he had a pretty tough two seasons yeah, at Werder Bremen. Um, really need him to become more of a striker i'm more all optimistic guess for usmnt fans is that yeah but vertebrae didn't have the pieces even to give him the opportunities to be that striker so if we put him somewhere where he has opportunities he would be better well norwich admittedly their promoted side that's probably the best he was going to get into but we recall how they play and i did catch them in the championship last season they move the ball around quite a bit with pace and kind of whipping some crosses as well as um you know some of those give go feeders uh, through for their attacker so i think uh he could be a great fit and i love i'll cheer for him just out of homerism alone uh that's my feelings on norwich liverpool you got anything to say andres oh i got oh, okay. a lot what you got to say about liverpool but most of which i've mentioned in the first episode oh that's right but... yes good point <laughs> um but before I touch on, on Liverpool, I'll add on to your little Um, While Josh Sargent is a nice pickup, he's not the most exciting signing for Norwich. And not even the most exciting signing from, for Norwich from Werder Bremen. You got Milo, uh, Rashika. Yeah. Yeah, man. He's coming in to, to fill in that, that Emmy Buendia mm-hmm. role that whole creative spark they had with Buendia. And they also picked up Billy oh, Gilmore. Oh, right. Which if y'all remember back in the... Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Here. Yeah. Yeah, man. I know I'm which telling you. Could be a pretty right. good team. Yeah, that, that Billy Gilmore. The one, yeah, the one that, like, caused the whole Euro Dilly thing with Mason Mount and whatever, where, like, they had it going on isolation and that. Apparently, he's a baller, bro. Right. And let's not forget that Norwich, yeah. I mean, they went, they got promoted, went down, came they back up. So, you know, there might be a little um, steeliness to them. Yeah. They still got, what's the thing? Yeah, they still got, they still got Todd. What's his name? Todd. Yeah. 
right? That's his name. Yes. Yeah, he, he's pretty solid. They still got Timo. He Pucci. can be quite solid. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I think he'll actually if so, I mean they, if Sarge they got start firepower. getting game times or starts or whatever, I think him and Puka could work really well because Sarge is actually great like assist in all the other work machine, not scoring goals. I know that's a big part of a forward, but he seems to do a lot of the other stuff, you know, quite well, including tracking back and everything. So I think he could be a good partner for an aging Pookie or uh what's your mm. per oh come on let's go to liverpool now sorry Oof. but yeah this is good, with, good with, try yeah, yeah, mine, yeah. huh you like how that, to try that yeah come mm. on mm. come on all right so as i mentioned in season one episode one son uh, mm-hmm. I, right. I was already looking at like the next thing so three two one yeah so as I mentioned in season one episode one, Liverpool are looking really, really good. All right. I caught their uh, second to last friendly match against Athletic, and the first 20 minutes were absolutely electrifying. Like it was the it was the Liverpool of all the giant mm-hmm. killers. Like it was just free flowing, complete domination of the ball. And not just like, not the whole Barcelona tiki-taki. No, it's like, all right, we're going to go this way and then diagonal ball over here, which completely cuts out everybody. And now we're all moving, boom, bang, bing. Oh, it's awesome. Unfortunately, Robbo's going to be out for a while. Andrew Robinson, he's going to be out for a little while. Picked up, he twisted his ankle a little bit. Mm. I mean, good. He's probably out until the, until the, uh, the first international break, which is like what the mm-hmm. beginning of September. Yeah, so he's gonna be out until then. But we got Simikas, who should fill the role pretty good. He's he was pretty solid in the next game, which was against Osasuna. He had a nice little assist. He's looking pretty good. Like it's it's almost like he's been watching Robertson this whole last season, and he picked up on that that tempo, not only the defensive responsibilities, but going forward, providing that, that yeah. width yeah. to the attack, whipping the ball in, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So while we did lose Robbo, we're still looking really, really solid. Virgil's back. Joe yep. Gomez is back. And I mean, and we didn't even need to sign anybody because Harvey Elliott's looking oh. at 40 million Harvey Elliott, Town where's signing. he come from? I mean, this man. Yeah, from, from there you from go. Used to be used right, so you know that feeling. he's you know a a well-rounded cosmopolitan sort of guy. So it's no surprise <laughs> that he picked up the game. Yeah, he know he knows how to defend at a at a necessity. He knows how to defend at a necessity. But anyway, <laughs> uh, he just integrated to the team flawlessly. It's like. Watching them, you know, pass back and forth with the midfield and link up with the forwards and do this and that and do do do. You you can tell me my man was like 17, 18 years old. He looks like he's been in the the first team for for three or four seasons, like an undisputed starter for three or four seasons. Like he he looks like the real deal Holyfield. So and that's just a future guy. Not even like like I I'd be happy to see him start but i doubt he'll start just because 
where he is on the picking order. He may have done enough to get a starting role, but I think in the midfield, it's going to be Thiago Handel and Rubino. Or Fabinho. Yeah. I mean, I don't see anybody. While it'd be nice to have, because yeah, they they won't. We're not sacrificing a Mane for Mino or something. So they were deploying them in the midfield, one of the three, which worked great. But I'm not willing to sacrifice a Fabinho, a Hendo, even though Hendo is coming back from that. Yeah. But definitely an impact sub. Yeah, yeah. Long story short, it's going to be a dominating performance. And plus, Liverpool love playing against them. I mean, Luis Suarez scored five on them, like, damn near every time we played. So Salah's about to do the same. Mm. All right, so with that, what's your prediction? 3-1 Liverpool. Salah hat trick. Yeah, I was talking a lot smack earlier in the week after the Just Sargent move. I want to predict that Norwich wins like 3-2. I, I just can't make myself be that obviously wrong to me. Uh, I got to go with the Liverpool win here. I'd love to see a goal by Norwich, right? Um, I don't think they'll get two. Maybe Liverpool struggles to just get two goals, so it's one, two, but they dominate, 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 you know? So same result. Liverpool winning. I just have Liverpool winning 2-1 instead of your 3-1. Okay, so that Norwich-Liverpool match is the last match for Saturday. Again, that's Saturday, August 14th at 11.30 a.m. And so now we move on to Sunday, which there's only two games. Sunday, August 15th. First game is Newcastle versus West Ham at 8 a.m. West Ham, I've always enjoyed watching. I've always enjoyed some of the uh, the players, especially mm-hmm. uh, you know I got a love affair for Antonio. Um, I like how mm-hmm. just some of the pieces mm-hmm. you know are able to come together and they kind of have put in a lot of heart performances and they got decent results out of it. And I think they those were tails instead of a heads more often for them than not last season. I think that'll change. I think they'll have a heads more often than not. Mind you, West Ham for a while was was looking pretty high flying, right? Yeah. 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 Um Yeah, they got a lot more fun to watch. Well, no. Not so much fun to watch, but they shored up the defense a lot. You're going to You're going to kind of like this yeah. one. The uh they picked up a goalkeeper from PSG on loan. Gee, oh man. That's right. Yeah. Yep. 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 Goalkeeper yep. last season who was alone. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Give the listeners the name again. Alfonso Ariola. Alfonso. I just called Ariola. him Angel this Miracle. Man is a shot stopper. <laughs> yeah, he's he's quite a shot stopper. Mm. Yeah. 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 Oh, and he got plenty of practice yeah. last season, so he's so, on I mean, form. West Ham has every reason to be an uh, entertaining team to watch. Does he? Does he take away the? Does he take away the starting spot from Fabianski? Uh, yeah, actually, I think he's good enough. He does for this, for this, no, for this fixture. Not for this, for fixture, this no. fixture. I, I, I figured that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, he totally. He by the end of the season, Ariola definitely gets a lot more starts than Fabianski. But I mean, for this yeah. one in particular, yeah. 
Um, and with that, since you mentioned, yeah, West Ham got a lot more fun to watch. A team that has not been fun to watch and has continued to not be too fun to watch is Newcastle. Uh, I mean, I hate to kind of rag on a team that had a big transfer from MLS, um, but uh, Newcastle, they... Uh, I mean, it goes it goes without saying when your fans are, like, <laughs> when the news is one of your fans after you score the whole helicopter mm-hmm. diddly. When that's the story over my man, St. Maximus. Oh, he's score, quite good though. Gotta give him that. That. Yeah. Oh, he totally is. He totally is. But when the story is the fan over the, the talent, that's saying something. Yeah. That's saying something about the ambition of the club. I, I mean, come on. Newcastle, big talk, how they're a big club. You know, Alan Shearer, do do do. Yeah. But I mean, when was the last time they actually yeah, did something? I agree. So, for that reason, I'm predicting that West Ham is going to win this 2 0. So, the scoreline will read 0 2. That is West Ham winning 2 0. What is your prediction, Andres? Yeah, I mean, I'm just adding one goal to yours. I'm going with the 3 0 win by West Ham. It's going to be bad. I mean, West Ham has Declan Rice. They were looking good last season. Almost kind of sort of argued for top four. They kind of fell off about spring. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah. West Ham is, at least on paper and with their previous form, they're definitely a lot more than yeah, Newcastle. I agree with that. All right. And they haven't even really picked up anybody to... Even the idea of strengthening, them. like inspiration, it's going to have to come out of organic, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And now... Yeah, like the fact, the fact that I can't recognize any of the names on, on their end. Newcastle got some dude from Liverpool that I don't even know. Huh, really? Well, yeah, so just to show Newcastle's ambitions. Yeah. All right, so just again, uh, you're predicting that West Ham wins 3-0. I'm predicting that West Ham wins 2-0. And with that, we are on to our final match of the match week one. And this is on Sunday, August 15th at 10.30 a.m. We have Tottenham versus Man City. Possibly the game of the, the match day. Yeah. Not just of the of the day, of this yeah. match day. I mean, such a big fixture so early. Everybody's going to be yeah. watching this game. I agree with that, yeah. All right, so let's see. Tottenham has not lost Harry Kane yet, if ever, correct? Yeah, but he, he has will not training, be so playing. That's, a, that's a, a big blow for them, right? From from what I heard, from what I heard, he's barely going to start practicing okay. Friday. So he's not playing. Uh, they obviously. I'm pretty sure he's not playing. I mean, I, I wouldn't put it past them to throw him in with just one practice. I mean, you're playing Man City. I mean, maybe sub, but not starting. But. I don't think. All right, maybe we'll say. All right. Mm. But, uh, I mean, they had some decent midfield work last season. Um, 
you know, and uh, obviously we're okay. But, you know, it, it finally coming together, I think it, it worked out more often for them than maybe it was deserved, you know, with uh, Son and everything kind of picking up goals. I know they got quite a bit of skill, but mm-hmm. I'm not saying mm-hmm. they were lucky. It's just that it worked out more often than maybe the average would be. Maybe they'll, they'll come back to the main for that on Tottenham. I don't think this is going to be a great season right. for Tottenham. I don't think they rebuilt like they had wanted to or prescribed to. So. <sighs> Oh, they definitely didn't. They've only right. had three players in. Their most notable is what Brian Brian Gill from yeah. Sevilla. They lost all the yeah. He's gone. Lamella Foy. Yeah. Those were Danny Rose. He even yeah. You know, minutes towards the end, but he was. I mean, yeah. He was another threat moving forward. But uh, man, go ahead, sir. I. No, no, no. As far as Tottenham, I'm, I'm with you. That the strength in when we look at teams from last season to this season, this season, we see what areas they strengthened and which ones they uh-huh. they didn't. Tottenham's got a lot more players going out than in, and the ones coming in aren't really strengthening. Yeah, and as is last season, I thought they had times when they were like the didn't have depth. You know. So they could have strengthened right. by picking up right. people over. And then on top of that, right, yeah. You could have picked up one or two throughout all all the, right. all the lines. Basically, it was a potential to improve throughout all three lines yeah. of the team. And I don't think, I don't feel through the three signings that they do have coming in, they're strengthening, they're strengthening yeah. those three lines. If anything, they're weaker, seeing as they lost Aldevarev. So that's that's your defense line a bit weaker. Their midfield's weaker now without Lamela and Foyth. So it's like, I don't know. And then the impending loss of, of Harry Kane. I mean, if he's not gone now, he's definitely Right. Gone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's it for Tottenham. Man City, on the other hand, so, I mean, they look... On paper, very strong, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they picked up Grealish. Always. I don't think they really had anything. Obviously, Aguero yeah, leaving, but Aguero didn't play tons and tons. Like he wasn't relied upon last season a whole lot. They put him in. He, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't the, right. He he wasn't the the Aguero bolt. He wasn't the Aguero. Right. right. Should that. have uh, Laporte right. fully back. Uh, you know, for that was a piece of last season. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The only injuries we currently do have is Kevin De Bruyne, KDB, and uh, Phil Foden mm. is out as well. Like, those are two notable injuries. But other than that, it's a lot. I mean, and they always mm. had depth. Now, the lack of Kevin De Bruyne for this game and for the remaining games until he comes back, which I think is uh, like end of August, the latest. I think they're hoping for two weeks. I guess that is in August. <laughs> there you go. Um, that might mean that they're not able to pound teams, but I think they still beat a lot of teams, you know, and, mm. until uh, he gets back. And then I think it's even more demonstrative. Um, and then, you know, Sterling, I mean, if every other season is like a particularly prolific season for him, then this would be, you know, one of the seasons where it would be up again. So we'll see if that works that way. Uh, mm-hmm. Other pieces, mm-hmm. you know, they still look good and solid, and they still have um, Fernandinho. I mean, once he goes, there'll be a huge gap, but until then, yeah. 
for now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they basically have this season to right. figure out. And they figured out halfway through last season, um, really strengthened the defense. So I think that'll um mm-hmm. continue. And so with that in mind, uh, I'm predicting that Man City wins. Okay, two nil. I don't think Tottenham will pip a goal. I just mm. think Man City won't get more than two just because of a lack of people to play in the final ball. Without Kevin De Bruyne, I'm leaning on that. But also, you know, Phil Foden-esque, that sort of stuff. I don't know if it'll happen as much. Plus, Tottenham will still show up decently, I think. So, anyways, I'm predicting uh, the scoreline to be 0-2. That is Man City to win 2-0. What about you, Andres? I got City winning 4-1. It's, I mean, even without KDB, I still feel like they got plenty of firepower. Sterling, Jesus, uh, Gundogan. Yeah. This should easily yeah. make it 4-1. The one, the one being like a uh, consolation son goal. You know what I mean? He's still got magic. Him, he could link up with a, a mm-hmm. line, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. So they, I feel like Tottenham will catch Man City off guard once, right? You know, just a fluke counter attack, boom, boom. But it's gonna be mostly Man City yeah. dominating, just passing, passing Tottenham to death. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. So that is. All of our predictions for this first match week. Um, and some closing I thoughts for these fixtures. Uh match the day picks. Uh see Andres. What uh for Friday? Well, there's only one match. Okay. <laughs> Let me put that aside. For Saturday, uh, what's your match of the day pick? Um, while the uh, my obvious pick would be slow. Because that's the one. That's my match. Right. I'm super excited to go, you know, watch the game at my favorite club. Um, as far as like for the neutral, it's gonna be an early one. The Manchester United leads. That's the game of the day for Saturday. It's a, it's an early derby game. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, and you got full fans, so it's. I definitely feel like it's going to be very... I think it has all the makings it could be. No I think... Um... Right. Like, while while Brentford Arsenal is the the official season opener or whatever, yeah, I feel like point. the Manchester United Leeds is, will be the actual, like, it'll feel like the actual kickoff. This is the game. It's like, Whoa, yeah, it's finally back. Yeah. No, I, I follow that. Um, I... I just think there's so much a goal fest will happen from Chelsea versus Crystal Palace that even for the neutral, that'll be really entertaining because I predicted 5-1 for that match. You predicted 3-0 even, but anyways. Yeah, yeah, but even even for uh, from a neutral standpoint, a lopsided goal fest isn't as fun as a Oh, I agree. I agree, yeah. Uh, but, all right, so I'd give a nod to, you know, Chelsea versus Crystal Palace. You're probably right. Manchester United versus Leeds is the best match although Manchester United sometimes makes those really boring but whatever and then please listener do yourself a favor of watching Norwich versus Liverpool they went ahead and put it on its own doesn't have any competing matches for exactly this reason so check that one out yo and if y'all if y'all are in the Houston area y'all need somebody watch this game at come through 
Hugh O'Connors. It's over on uh, 610 Night 10 in the Marquee. Great atmosphere, great food, Heck, if they, great drinks. Yeah, if they want to meet up with you there, I guess they can reach you on your Twitter, right? What is that again? That's uh... uh Yep, that's Braids Like Dero on Twitter. At Braids Like Dero gotcha. on Twitter. Holla at right. boy. And uh, let's see, Sunday we only have two matches to choose from for pick. I think, therefore, pretty easy. We're both Tottenham Man City, right? Easy. Yeah. Newcastle, what? No, yeah, Tottenham Man City. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, that's all yeah. we have for match week one previews, as well as giving you a feel for all the teams leading into the start of the this new Premier League season. And uh, we're gonna take a break real quick, and we'll come back with another segment. Catch you then, listener. I love soccer. I love podcasts. If only there was a way to bring the dualities of these two parts of my life together. Now there is. Pod of Two Halves podcast. I listen to new episodes as soon as they drop, Mondays and Fridays. Look for Pod of Two Halves anywhere you listen to podcasts and make sure to subscribe. Okay, and we're back, listeners, for the next segment here in Pod of Two Halves. And we are joined by our first ever guest, Dan. You want to introduce yourself, Dan? Hi, I'm Dan. Okay, pretty exciting. Uh, we'll get into some of his physical descriptions <laughs> later on if anyone's interested. But uh, we have Dan here today, not just because his company is wonderful, always, uh, but he does cost per hour, actually. So we this like to... This isn't a bachelor's auction. <laughs> <laughs> just let it be and what it is single ladies right hey right. listen I, yeah i value dan that's all i'm trying to make clear here all right anyone uh, in the local houston area hey yeah put me out there guys come on there you go check them <laughs> yeah, out yeah. at the uh, Dude, dynamo games if you're leading to meeting women at the bar next time is hey you may have heard of me i'm on pot of two halves guest <laughs> yes boom boom He's, that he is like a humble brag he already ordered the card it's in Word. the way that's fantastic. Dan. Okay. Illustrious guest of Pot of Two Halves. <laughs> the IG. I like it. The uh, yeah. Dan Illustrious Guest, aka Dig, D I G. All right. So uh, we have Dan here to play a game that I'm calling Where in the World is Europa Conference? Deep, deep. So this season we have for the first time ever a new tournament here in the UEFA area, which is the Europa Conference. Andres, you want to give a quick rundown of what the Europa Conference is? I wish I could, but I honestly have mm. no idea what it is. Um, oh my god, that's actually why I threw it to you. I don't fully know either. <laughs> I don't think anybody does. So it's like, um, what I do know is if you know you don't get into uh, Champions League, and then you don't get into Europa uh, League, uh, you get uh, into Conference. Uh, as far as what places make it, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. All right, so we're looking at the runner runners up there, then, right? Runner runners up. I like that. Yeah, yeah, the runner, runner, uh, and actually, as we're about to play this game, let me go ahead and make it clear now. This is all in the UEFA area, so that's all of Europe, and also includes Israel. Um, and as you just alluded to, Andres, most of these teams are from smaller nations in Europe. Okay, mm. so that's to the listener if you're going to be playing like, along at home. Yeah, it's it's like. We got we got the the smaller countries and also like mid table teams of maybe some league you may have heard of. Yeah. 
Six Scottish. Right. Yeah, we know about Rangers right. and Celtics, but come on, who knows Ross County? Right. You're, right. you're a real one. You know Ross County. You know, uh, uh, let's see, Hearts of Midlothian. What's up? Kilmarnock. There you I'm go. I might get him. All right. He's, he's trying to show off his chops here. Dan, don't be intimidated, okay? Don't let those him get in your head. Those probably yeah. aren't even in Scotland, but hey, I, I, they sound about <laughs> right, right? <laughs> he, he's just trying to get in your head. Don't listen to him, Dan. All right. <laughs> so the way this game is going to work is you guys are going to alternate. I'm going to give you the name of the team. I'm also going to show you the crest, listener, because you don't get to see the crest. Actually, the person who is guessing is going to describe the crest to you as best as they can, very quickly. Oh, and then it's like a, what the like objective? A reverse, uh, reverse charades. Yeah. And then what they, uh, the person needs to do is attempt to name the country the team is from. Okay. So if you name the country correctly, you get three points. If you don't get it correct, then your opponent has an opportunity to steal. Now we didn't want stealing to be just willy nilly every time. So what we decided to do is that if you steal and you get it correct, you get one point. If you get it wrong, that is, if you decide to steal but you get it wrong, it's minus one point. So there's a little bit of a risk to stealing. That's do both right. of you understand? Yes. All right. So each of you are going to be taking a guess. And if you get your turn correct, you get three points. If you get it wrong, then your opponent has the opportunity to steal a point. They take a – but we have put some risk to it, you know? Like I said earlier, so either you get a point if you get it correct or negative one point if you get it wrong. And we're only going to do a total of five. All right. You guys get that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, Dan, since you're the guest, I figured you could go first. Hello. All right. All right. So the first Puskas FC Academy. Puskas. And if you could kind of describe the crest, since our listeners don't have these pictures. Oh, we got our. Blue circle, I believe, with the yellow inside. You got two kind of, uh, two kind of like claw marks going through it almost with a P. Mm. All That's right. how you took it. You took those as claw marks. I like yeah. that. Yeah. I saw those as like eyebrows, like just eyebrows. one eyebrow. It could just be an eyebrow. eyebrow. Mm? Or like, yeah. or like fingernail clippings. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Or yeah, like um, uh, an enchilada eyebrow raised. Mm? You're right. <laughs> A couple, a couple Maybe that's where you got to start. All right, so okay. you want to submit your guess? Ah, uh, yeah, Dan? that's top. Who's guess? Okay, so uh, definitely seems to be from the kind of European area. Good, good. European uh, conference. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a great guess. All that right. Was... Uh, I go I'm glad right I'm in the ballpark. Um, I mean, then again, Qatar just played in the Gold Cup. So, you know, it's yeah, fair. You're right, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll go with uh, Slovenia. Slovenia. That's your final answer, correct? That's my final answer. All right. That is All wrong. Right. Oh, you didn't even give me a chance to steal. All right, bet. All right, I thought you were gonna. You ain't no, stealing you, nothing. You gotcha, you're right. Yeah, right yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, I was just so excited. Oh, oh man. All right, this one. Okay, so Puskas. It's gotta be name. Would you and, call me, sir? Academy. I called you Puskas. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, that's that dude. That's ah. that dude. Like that's is, that's is that a dude? That's, 
dad is this the dude that yeah like, it's the award it's for like the best goal or whatever there's a whole you know, award oh no way best goal of the season every season yep like every season so i'm guessing right. this is his academy since the academy but man do i Where's not remember from? where that's what i'm trying to figure out is uh like it's uh belarus is is just like in there i don't know it might be some kind of like romanian uh let's see man right. i'll take the hit let's see hold on let's see I yeah got, let's get a uh, guess here for the two. listener one or two i'm gonna say chugga 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 belarus no okay hungry is your guess i think so hungry is correct wow Bam, see Woo! you didn't say hungry at all how did you get there because I'm the main man like that. Oh, wait, hold on. Are we cheating? I was cheating aloud? No, not at all. It's just for some reason, <laughs> like, I had this, like, flash. It's like, for, Hungry used to be good at soccer back in the day. There That's we go. What, it, what it's got to yep. be. Yep, yep. Because Puskas, we know it's an old award for someone who scored goals or a lot of goals, something. And back mm-hmm. in the day, who was good? Hungry in like the 50s, 60s. Yep, and stuff. Hungry, but they no longer ever win this award, apparently. Then. And for what's worth, I don't think Belarus was a country before. Like, that, that's the anything. other nagging <laughs> daily, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. So, Andres, you have one point. Way to go. Woo. Okay. I can't believe you pulled the uh, Hungry. Uh, yeah, you hadn't mentioned it at all. It's not suspicious, but you had not mentioned it at all. Okay. Number two, then, goes to Andres, and it's Mons Kalp. SC. Mons Cop uh, SC. If you could describe that crest to our listener here, Andres. All right. We got we got a, a, a red castle sitting on top of this like shield thing, which is half red, half white. And then it's got um it's got a ball on each half with the opposite color. So some yin yang thing going on. You got a white ball in the red half. Red ball in the white half, mm-hmm. big mm-hmm. M in the middle with the C in, uh, underneath that. And then it's got some Roman mm-hmm. numerals. Let's see. M, M, X, and a few I's. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is mm-hmm. like. Ooh. So if, it's, if that's like their established, that's a pretty recent team. Or. Yeah. I don't think they would like mark their first title with like the year in Roman numerals. So it's got to be a recent club. Yeah. Okay. You got a guess for our uh, entry here? Let's see. Belgium. What's it? Belgium, you said? Belgium. Belgium. Okay, that is not correct. Dan, would you like to steal? <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's it's steal his favorite this. club. Yeah, it's his favorite club, right? <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go with Gibraltar. Oh, that is correct. Oh, what? All right. Yeah. What made you guess Gibraltar there, Dan? Uh, it was just fortunate. This actually came up in a conversation uh, earlier today, I believe. So uh, I actually. What? Whoa! Yeah, randomly had a little extra knowledge oh, on it. Oh, I need this story. Come on, we got the time. How did Monkalpi Mon- SC come up? In He's trying to break you from your groove, Dan. 
don't let them distract you. You're in the oh, zone. Oh, we got the time. Oh, uh, no secrets. Time. No secrets. <laughs> Man, you cheating, dog. <laughs> straight up. He's straight up cheating. You no, didn't even this... know that was a thing, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely heard of that. Uh, you know, you gotta give him some credit, but uh... Rock of Gibraltar, we've heard of, yeah. <laughs> Ain't no rock on the damn crest. What you mean? No, but that cat's rock because the fort is made out of stone, and that castle is Man, part of the fort. Right. Allegiance. I'm telling you what it is. I'm not mm. reaching. I Share know. Your screen, <laughs> Share your screen, son. <laughs> Share your screen. Which All screen? Right. Yeah, right. All right, so currently <laughs> currently the score is 1 to 1. one All right, to we one are now night. we are now on the third one. Andres, this will be your turn to guess. We have FK Sarajevo. Mm. Oh, this one's mine, right? Yeah, this is nope. Dan's. Oh, yeah, this is Dan's. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We've got uh we've got like a shield. With uh, FK Sarajevo, and uh, that appears to be volleyball, though. Um, mm. 1946. All right. Uh, <laughs> it's a volleyball. I mean, that's a volleyball, am I right? <laughs> am I right? If that's what you see, that's what you see. Yeah. Let's see. So. Quick game is a good game. What's your guess? Where is Sarajevo? Yeah, what is what is? Where is where? You know, if you knew that, is, that would probably help if, this game a lot. It, that, <laughs> that, is, that would help a lot. Where is Sarajevo? Oh, where um, is Sarajevo. Where I haven't heard of that before. I don't know where that is. So it's weird I'm, this didn't come up in that football conversation you had with whomever earlier, since you guys. Yeah, right. That, that, yeah. that would have been beneficial. Yes. Mm, yeah. Um. Gonna have to go with uh, a straight up guess. We'll just go with uh, we'll go with Serbia since it's just uh, another S. Let's see. Serbia Final is your answer. guess. Yes. That is incorrect. Andres, would you like to steal? I would. I'm probably gonna get it wrong because okay. this Ukraine. Okay, Ukraine. That is incorrect. Damn okay. It. So Sarajevo is in Kosovo. Uh, okay, your final guess was Ukraine, Andres. That's correct, right? That's where your guess That's was. That's right. I got it right. I got it right. No, no. Yeah, sorry. I clarified. <laughs> I want to make sure your final guess was Ukraine. That is incorrect. Oh, uh, the correct answer is actually Kosovo. Yep, Sarajevo is Kosovo. Oh. Sarajevo, right. Kosovo. Oh, geez. And oh, for good reasons. Uh, That's as far as we'll go on that. Okay. Number so four. that's next one. So, Andres, just to make sure that you're clear here, Dan has one, and you now have zero. Oh, that's all right. Okay. All right, all right. Just making it. Okay. So now, uh, let's see this next one. For what's worth, uh, Dan, geographically, Serbia is very close to Kosovo. So I like to think you could get partial, but, you know, another game. All I'll, right, I'll so take number partial, four. yeah. <laughs> number no, four. No. This one is to Andres. <laughs> Uh, I chose this one because I really like the crest, not because I can pronounce it. So this is Sjarnan. That's S-T-J-A-R-N-A-N. Again, this is to Andres Sjarnan. That's mm. St. Jarnan. I mean, come on, guys. Uh, <laughs> all right. All right. So we got like this blue banner looking thing with uh, uh -huh. like a, a diamond star thing. 
white diamond star. The the banner's blue with the white star thingy. And then it's like this S that looks like the hurricane center. Hurricane is what I was going to go with, yeah. Right? Right? Okay. So I'm going to take. And comment S first. All right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Man, don't nobody look at space. Anyways, no. We're in Houston. <laughs> we worry about hurricanes. So, I'm going to take a little leap got? and go with, all right, going by the uh, the name of the club, mm. I know that, like, in some countries, like... This is the stuff like, I love to hear. Yeah, yeah. Like Czech Republic and stuff, they, they, they pronounce their J's like I's. So it could be a, a styrnen instead okay. of the jarnen. So I'm okay. going to go with like a, maybe like a Czech or Croatia, one of them's right there. What's your final guess? Czech Republic. Czech Republic. That is incorrect. Damn. Dan, would you like to guess? Would you like to steal or do you want to pass on the steal? I'm going to pass on the steal. I've got nothing. Okay. All right. So now we are. Oh, and that one, by the way, is Iceland. Iceland. Yep. Sharnin is a team in Iceland. I guess yeah. maybe the star is a bit of an indicator for, you know, stars are a little brighter in Iceland. And also the J thrown in there, I don't know, has a little bit of Scandinavian feel to it. All right. Fifth the final one. This is going to be for Dan to have the initial guess on. And this is. S-C-F, all right, if I can't pronounce that, this will get a lot harder. Let me back up. Uh-oh. This is F-C Seventul Georgi. That's F-C Seventul Georgi, where it's F-C-S-F-I-N-T-U-L, that's Seventul, and then Georgi is G-H-E-O-R-G-H-E. So F-C Seventul Georgi. Dan, this goes to you. Describe the crest for our listener. Uh, All right, so yeah, we do have another shield. It uh, has two thousand three at the top, and then we got ourselves some kind of uh, some kind of uh, holy knight warrior going on on a okay, white it's horse. A paladin. It's a, a paladin. paladin. A paladin will work. Yeah. Paladin. And what well, is he slaying a dragon? It looks like it, right? He, is he slaying a dragon? Okay. Uh, and then it uh, it does have a banner at the bottom that says SGS, and we have a soccer ball this time. Yes, Finally. we do have we have a soccer ball. Um, it uh got oh, yeah like a like a like a reddish maroon color, and with a with a like a baby blue cross in the background, pretty much. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna it's similar. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Georgia. Okay. Oh, I see the Georgie. The, the yeah, yeah, trying to okay. stick with similarities here. Okay. It's not working for me, but well, hey, maybe I'll be lucky. It might. It might so that's be. your final answer, correct? Final answer. Pokemon. All right, that is incorrect. Ooh. Ooh. All right. We're doing good. So, we're we're Andres, doing good this time. Dan therefore, has, <laughs> Dan, therefore, has one point. You have zero points, so I assume you're going to go for the steal I'm here. Gotta, gotta steal this. Gotta go for gotta the gotta win. Steal. Oh, the tie. Shot in the dark. Shot in the dark. Here we go. Sound the dark. Uh, Romania. Romania. That is incorrect. Ooh. I was going with Georgia uh, Haji. So this was actually Moldova. I thought uh, Georgie would throw people towards Georgia, which is why I kind of put you it did. up there. Success. It's fair. Yep. Sneaky. Yep. And uh, instead, it is uh, 
Moldova. Wow. So, final scores here is point, Dan with point, one, point Andres point, point with to zero on the map. No, Dan, that's <laughs> not part of the game. In the Europe area, right? I mean, right yeah. here, make a circle around Europe. Right I tell you. <laughs> That beginning that you had, Dan, where you're like, oh, okay, so this is probably in the Europe area. That actually reminds me <laughs> the inspiration for this game. Yes. So, yes years here back. Right, you want me to go ahead and share this, Andres? Yes, please. Okay. Yes, please. All right. So please years do. back, um, I saw in the Europa League that there was like qualification. So there's teams that I had never even heard of, and I bet that Andres had it. And there was one other guy at our work that said he was kind of into soccer or football. So I included him in a he text. He was a Chelsea fan, so you should have. You should have. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I included him. We'll call him. Um, we'll call there's, him. There's still Chelsea call him fans? Grape. Grape. Yeah, I like it. We'll call him Grape. Yep. So uh, we don't have included Grape. We don't have normal like uh, no. placeholder names no. to to protect the whatever. Grape. Yep. My man, Grape, grape. over here. <laughs> yeah. Fruit of the so included, That's gonna be. You're all fruit. We talked about it in the morning beforehand. I was like, okay, I'll get all the crest together. I'll send them to you guys. Try to guess speed. Whoever texts me back that they got the answer with the answer, boom, they get it. He was like, okay, I'm in. And it's very clear this is the Europa League qualification. Mm -hmm. And so then finally, I uh, I went ahead and sent the first one when they were all ready. And he replied back immediately with Iran. <laughs> Iran. He said Iran, which is Iran. not in. Not UEFA at all. Not at all. Yeah. Like. Yep. Yeah. There. There. I, I mean, don't even I, remember I, any of the future rounds. No. No. I don't either. I. I don't even think the game went on after that. Like, it, we just kept laughing at Iran. Well, at the answer, Iran. Let's let's be specific here. Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, where we had this idea of the games. So we're kind of just playing it again, and nobody guessed Iran this time. So. This is yeah, an improvement. That, that, that's a win. That's all a right. win. We all win. Okay. All right. So that was our first ever game of, and that was where in the world is Europa Conference? Okay. <laughs> so it's clear to everyone. Dan won the first ever round all of this right. game. And uh, I think tempers are a little hot right now. So actually, we're going to take a break real quick to let everyone cool down, and we'll be back in just a minute. Okay, listeners? Catch you then. Logan here again, this time to ask you, listener, to help us by supporting our podcast. Now, listen, I'm not saying it's the greatest cause in the world, or that it's even a good cause, or even a cause. But you know what comes after a cause? B cause. You should support our podcast because you like what you're hearing. And real talk, we need to keep the lights on. So if you could click on the support link under our show description in Spotify or whatever app you're listening to us on, or you can even find us on Twitter at pod of underscore two halves. It's all spelled out. So that's P-O-D-O-F underscore T-W-O-H-A-L-V-E-S pod of underscore two halves that's for us on Twitter. And whatever you can give, whatever you contribute is greatly appreciated so we can keep providing the content you like listening to. All right, and we're back with the last segment of this second episode of Pod of Two Halves. This segment is Dine and Dash Discourse. Houston Dynamo 
Houston Dash and a little yeah. bit of talking. All right, so let's uh, jump into the Dynamo first. Uh, upcoming match this weekend, Sunday, August 15th at 8.30 p.m. Again, Central Time. The Dynamo are hosting the Colorado Rapids. The Dynamo, Dynamo have become kind of tough to watch this season, Andres. And to think we're like halfway Man, through the season. What are you telling, bro? I mean, there's a whole lot left. Bro, we hit the we hit the peak. We hit the peak. Vancouver Whitecaps at home match. Which is which that is, is sad, sad yeah. to say. But yeah, it was was it May? Yeah. Well, I mean like, that was the highlight. Like that was the peak. We're better home than away. May you said it rained really heavy there today, right? So maybe that'll could Maybe that'll continue. Yeah, we'll have some heavy rain, and then uh, we could really so. use the win against Colorado, as we're currently sitting 11th in the West with 18 points, and we need to catch mm-hmm. up for the playoffs at least to 7th, which is currently occupied by LAFC with 23 points, both teams with 18 matches played. So, I mean, we need, obviously, multiple points. If we yeah, pick this one up, we put ourselves... But there, there's a few there's a few, there's a few teams in between us and LAFC that have a game in game. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, so they're all like, they're all three on twenty one uh, points. It's RSL, FC Dallas, and San Jose. They all have twenty one points. RSL with a game in hand. So even if we win this, we'd actually we'd probably stay right in our position if we won this because of goal differential, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, unless we had a blowout, mm-hmm. but you know, got to be optimistic. If if we pick this game up, I would I would start to I wouldn't be full of hopeful again, but I'd let myself begin to think about being hopeful. How's that sound? Oh, so foolish. I know. I hope so the soccer foolish. gods didn't hear me say that. Uh, you know, I know this is a little short for the Dynamo guys. It's just, it's, it's been painful enough. Um, but hey, yeah, check us out on uh, Monday, yeah. and hopefully we have some positive stuff to say about the Dynamo. Without further ado, right. do you mind if I move on to the dash? All right. And it. so, for... not looking as bright. Well, <laughs> I mean, the dash are still enjoying. I wonder when they'll get their international pieces back. Yeah, we kind of need them. I mean, they dropped the last game. Yeah. Uh, all right, so let's give... All right, so listeners, the Dash will be taking on the Washington Spirit uh, Friday, day you're listening to this probably, uh, August 13th at 8.30 p.m. They're playing at home. So again, they'll be hosting the Washington Spirit uh, Friday, today, August 13th at 8.30 p.m. Um, hopefully they'll, like I said, they'll get their international players back, pick up some of their form. Um, I'm kind of trying to recall their immediate standings. It's, it's a very tight pack in the NWSL, except for the top, Portland, way out ahead of 28 points. But uh, Washington Spirit, 7th with 18 points. Dash, in 8th, 17 points. Right above them, you know, 20 points takes you all the way up to 3rd. So a win would be nice. Uh, I've seen them beat the Spirit before. Uh, so, you know, it's definitely possible. In fact, the uh, last time they played, though, was um, the end of May. It was at Washington Spirit, and the Spirit uh, beat them 2-1. So we shall see. Um, there's some fun news about the Dash, too, right? Andres, what is it that you were uh, sharing with me yesterday? Man. All right, so we had the Olympics, right? And um, we've had a few players, as I mentioned in season one, episode one. We had a few uh, 
players for the dash that got gold and bronze, but we had one player that got a little bit more than the middle. Mm. Our girl, Chris, uh, yeah, our girl, Christy Muse might have messed around and got her a ball man over here. She's been, uh, let's see, uh, Christy, Christy Mewis over here has been seen canoodling mm-hmm. with a certain Sam Kerr, a Chelsea FC, Australia's baller over here. Arguably one of the, like the best players. Oh, yeah. In the world. Yeah. yeah. Like in the game right now. I she mean, is. she's a baller, dude. Big baller. But yeah. Um, on the Twitters, there was some uh, pictures on uh, Christy Mewes console, consoling Sam Kerr after, you know, beating her in the in the bronze medal mm-hmm. game or whatever. A few days later, Sam Kerr po- posts a, a, a Polaroid picture. Like, she takes a picture of a picture. Yeah, meta. Like posts it. Posts on her Instagram. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's uh, Christy Mewes sitting on Sam Kerr's lap, and you know they have little cute little kiss and shit. They're like, Arr! and then you add the you add the uh, you add the little wrinkle that Christy Mewes likes it, likes her post and blah blah blah. And then you add in the whole like the consoling in the third place. So yeah, there's this whole rumor that they're dating and this and that, which would be awesome. I mean. Not only did she pick up a bronze, she picked up, I mean, one of the best women footballers yeah. in the world. And I, honestly, I think Christy Mias, I mean, she should be playing and starting. I mean, she played only so-so amount of minutes for the U.S., so I don't think she's totally destroyed. Yeah. I, she seems to be a player hungry for you know, jumping right back in the seat with uh, their team when she's jump between national camps and the dash before. And uh, so that means that especially if Christy Mewis and therefore the dash win, then we have a test moment where uh, Sam Kerr could say, hey, way to go, whatever, to Christy Mewis. So we want that to happen just to sort of give a greater chance of uh, Sam Kerr publicly saying, you know, way to go in the game or something. Yeah, we got, and, and plus there's like some, I don't know, there's like speculations and shit. Like there, there's moving pieces because like what I heard, what I heard is there's some kind of like speculation as far as like some relationship status uh-huh. and stuff. Because it's like Sam Curve may possibly still be with it. She definitely has a kid with a previous partner, but there's like some ambiguity as to when. She became the. Mm-hmm. I follow what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? So, while on the surface it looks like you know this this sweet tale of puppy love, there may be some like underlying nefarious. Okay. Thing. Okay. You throw on that in. There's speculation. Wild speculation. All right. So, little little, little <laughs> drama, possibly, but not. Hopefully it's all, you know, on the up and up and such and homegirl found, you know, some happiness and, you know, happy player plays pretty badass. So hopefully this will help Dash kick on. Yeah. Get that win. Get us all right. Players. So that's all I 
but yeah, definitely happy for my girl, Christy. For sure. Big fan of her. Uh, That's all I have for Dine Dash and Discourse. That's all you have, right? For Dine Dash and Discourse? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, um, with that, then, listener, thank you for listening to today's uh, pod episode of Pod of Two Halves. And remember, we'll be uh, dropping our next episode Monday morning. Give you a little review of all the weekend action. And as always, you can check us out uh, and even support our podcast by uh, checking out the support link under our description, Spotify, or wherever you listen to the podcast. Twitter. What's the Twitter handle again for the pod, Andres? Pod of underscore two halves, and that two is spelled out. So not number two, but and it's two all rammed together. So it's like P O D O F underscore T W O H A L V E S. That's pod of underscore two halves. So feel free to check us out there. Again, Andres was at Braids like D Row if you want to catch him at Hugh O'Connor's for that Liverpool game, right? And uh, as always, I'm at Logan is nowhere. Logan is now here. All slammed together. And uh, look forward to uh, a wonderful week. I'm excited for the Premier League to start again. What about you, Andres? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And who knows? Super excited. Absolutely. And we got two chances at getting like a bonus little boost of uh, Dynamo or Dash win. So we shall see, right? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Well, with that, then. Yeah. Hopefully, fingers crossed. <laughs> that is it then for this second episode of Pot of Two Halves. And uh, until Monday, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the Premier League. Enjoy the beautiful game. We've been Pot of Two Halves. Thank you very much.